0: And now, our feature presentation. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cinema Shot. I'm your host, Ben, a.k.a. The Marvelous. Again, joining me is... uh, Where is he? I can... Oh, there you are. Tyler, why are you so small?
1: Listen, man, I need to borrow a few things. Uh, just a cube of sugar will last me through the month.
0: Alright, here's this one tiny... You know, this would be better if we had a, if This is a video... This is a video gag. We're in audio format, but this uh, this is cinema that, shot. Right. Yeah, <laughs> um, imagine it in your minds. Um, uh, this is cinema shot. We are now nearing the end of the Studio Ghibli marathon that we've been in since the summer, which has been fun. And now it is time for uh, Arietti or the secret world of Arietti, or as so known as Japan Hepburn Karigushari no Arietti um all right tyler I uh, you'd like to ask this any experience with this movie at all prior to uh this viewing
1: not with this particular movie although i am kind of familiar with the story that it's based on uh, this movie is based on the borrowers which is a classic book series about a bunch of little people that borrow things that people don't really miss I haven't really oh. read or seen the story. I do know that there was a movie in the '90s starring John Goodman, though.
0: See, when I when I first saw Arietti, the first thing, and maybe you will too. The first thing I thought about was like, "Oh my god, is that Thumbelina?" Do you remember? Have you have you seen any Thumbelina movies? Or I do you have even not. know what that is. I didn't know what
1: it is. Though. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah, for anybody who doesn't know, because I don't think they've made a Thumbelina movie. In a long time, could you look up when was the last time a Thumbelina movie came out sure. in the U.S. Um, there, there was two that I ha- I remember growing up in the in the U.S. There was like a cheaply made one that I remember fondly, and then there's like a more like well known one. Um, and I thought this was gonna be it, and I was like, no, it's based off this other thing called The Bar, it's like, the- and it's nothing like Thumbelina at all. Um, but the idea, like the visual of a small girl on a big adventure, is very much makes me think of. Thumbelina. It says here Um, that
1: uh, the most recent one is the 1994 Don Bluth movie.
0: That's the more um, uh, more I guess the more advanced one um, because like I said, there was one in like 92 which was done by Golden Films maybe it's not. Thumbelina, A Magical Story that might be the one I'm thinking of that like I remember more, which of course I would remember the, the Japanese one, um uh, because the Thumbelina one is very the 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 Don Bluth one is very much Disney like it looks very Disney esque you know, but uh, that doesn't apply to the Secret World of Arietti. But uh, there you go. So no experience other than Tyler knows about the Borrowers, which I never heard uh, of it. Uh, I, I was I someone thinking is are they thinking of the Boxcar Children? Do you remember that book growing up? I kind of no? remember
1: it. I think we read Maybe. one
0: book when in elementary school. Yeah, maybe you Because you 'cause you're like at right at that cutoff age where like you would remember where I was. Like, like I remember where, like, things. maybe for started sure. getting everybody you can never forget the animals. Um Okay, but let's go ahead and break it down and before we break it down. Uh this is directed by uh Hiromosa uh Yobanashi. Uh screenplay by Hayamizak and Keiko Ni- Niwa, of course based on the Bowers but the Bowers by Mary Norton. Uh produced by Toshio Suzuki. Uh, this was released July seventeenth, twenty ten, so twelve years ago. Like I, 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 I think I was still in college uh, when I saw it like this. Or I was like at home, um, and seeing it uh, with a runtime of ninety five minutes. Another sh- relatively short Ghibli movie. Uh, had a budget of twenty three million and a box office one hundred forty six. And our cast reads follows, which is one of our smaller castings of a Studio ha, Ghibli movie. Smaller, uh, ha! I didn't mean to do that. Um, uh, let's see for the um. Bridget Medler is Ariadne. David Henry is Sean. Which, here's a fun fact about Sean. Uh, he is voiced by Tom Holland in the English UK dubbing. Uh, so, kind of Tom's first, like, yeah, very big thing. You know, feature Spider-Man right there. Um, uh, Amy Palmer is uh, homely or uh, home, uh, uh, uh Ariadne's mother. Will Arnett is uh, Pod, or uh, Ariadne's father. Uh, Carol Burnett is Hara. And um Moises uh, Arias is um Spiller and then uh it says um Gracia Moore is Jessica. So um okay. Uh go ahead no spoilers, no like in depth, but initial thoughts after finishing this movie, The Secret World of Arietti, go, Tyler.
1: This is a fun little movie. Um uh, it definitely has ah, that uh God.
0: Yeah, I I did it. We too. were writing a script If you were writing a script, you could not do that. You could not get away with putting little every time. (laughs) You can't make this shit
1: up, folks. But, yeah. No, uh, it's just... This this has that Ghibli magic, um, even though there isn't really anything magical, per se, you know, aside from, like, uh, tiny people living under floorboards. Although, they do manage to make everything look huge in the perspective of the borrowers themselves.
0: Right. Um, that's the one thing I'll say about this is that very, very quiet movie, very, very more down to earth kind of movie. But, um, and of course, you know, as, as is to say, very much, um, uh, a, it has that Ghibli look to it, but, um, they definitely treat it to more like, well, what can we do with scale? And I think that's the biggest thing you can take away from this besides the core story, is um which is kind of simple but it's fine it works is uh that like visually scale wise they did a make job of making um the borrowers look really small in comparison to like mundane things um you know uh like like how big uh, how they use uh, one of like the first instances you see is like how they use um, I was gonna say Thumbelina, but that's not her name. Arietti and her father use the nails as basically like a, like, kind of like a makeshift bridge to get into the house, um, like steps, like like little stuff like that, like things that are bigger, no bigger than your finger, um, that will uh, make you surprised. You know?
1: Yeah, it's funny how we take uh, tiny stuff like that for granted, but they just use that stuff to survive.
0: Right it's it's almost like um you know I, I don't I don't think you've played it but like it takes you pretty much takes that same approach where like they shrink the characters down and obviously the idea of shrinking people and putting them in this putting them in bigger environments is not a new thing by any means but not everybody does it right you know sometimes it like or they usually keep them in their own world so you never get that sense of scale versus I feel like this movie did a great job of like you saw the home, and and everything looks kind of bigger. But when they go out, like either like that instance of Ariadne climbing the, uh, the, the 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 leaf wall, the, the grass wall to see Sean, um, like that that had the sense of like climbing the great like the the Great Wall of China almost, like how how they shot it.
1: Yeah, it's pretty much their equivalent of scaling the Grand Canyon, is what I thought
0: pretty much yeah um, and it's like these visual marvels or like that very first instance when Arietti is trying to get back home and that fucking huge ass cat that fat cat is trying to chase her and just how it's almost like to us it's a normal house cat that maybe, you know, maybe a little has a bit of an attitude but like that thing's a fucking feral demon trying to go after Arietti.
1: yeah that cat is vicious towards her until she gives the cat the Hank Hill stare and it runs away
0: right <laughs> hank hill stare um stare st- st- stop oh god i go anyways your ass <laughs> exactly um but uh now now that's that's sort of the sense of like they did a good job at scale i thought even though the story is relatively safe i found myself enjoying it a lot
1: yeah um Aside from, like, uh, Tales of Ursi, which was another adaptation of a classic book, I actually found myself more engaged with this one in uh, comparison. Like, yeah, the story is simple, but the characters are engaging enough that uh, you just want to keep watching.
0: Right, and pretty much the premise is that Arietti and her family are called borrowers, and they basically borrow things from this family house they're living in underneath uh, uh, one of the closet uh, floors and they pretty much take what they need so they're not it's you know it's like you don't notice anything so like it doesn't drive because like obviously if you know something's in the house it's going to drive you nuts um until you get rid of it as we see later on um and and it's pretty much about like their survival and like i like how they refer to uh like human like why are they calling them beans and like all oh, human beings i oh, all okay that's human beings that's human beings of course he does human beings human being. uh, uh. <laughs> um, so I, I i like that in the sense in that it was basically about them trying to stay hidden and just trying to live a life and the conflict to that is that Arietti, like just like is she like we've seen this character before where like it's it's the girl who wants to see much farther beyond than what she's limited to
1: yeah, this is nothing new. We've seen this in a whole bunch of other stories of the homebound um, youth that wants to venture uh, far beyond the walls of safety that she knows.
0: Exactly. And, you know, sometimes you want a story like that, and it's very simple to understand. And and I won't lie, I like, like, there's, like, the one thing I like in this movie is that there's not a lot of tension, but when... Um, Sean discovers that there's little people running around and then um, the other person I believe her name is Haru Haru yes um, yeah she she gets the idea that there might be little people around um, then um, you have this constant tension of are they going to be caught are they not going to be caught uh, one of my more like tr- like traumatic fucking scenes is when Sean himself at first you don't know it's him but he's literally pulling apart their house To install the kitchen from this uh um this doll set, which we'll talk about later, um to put it in there, like that was that was like oh my god, like there, it's like it's like what if some giant hand reached in your home and just hey your kitchen bye here's a new kitchen here you go bye.
1: Listen, man, my house got blown up by a tyrannical space emperor last year. I don't want to hear it.
0: Uh, true, absolutely true. Um. <laughs> um, but I, like I like that, or especially that moment when 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 uh, H- Homily is captured. Like, there's that sense of tension of not because she's the only one in Sean who finds out about it, and of course he had the exterminators. But like, there was enough. Like, the stakes weren't super big, but they were big enough to like make me care what's gonna happen to Arietti and her family.
1: Yeah, these are the only characters that we really get to know. So, just seeing them in a dire situation where their way of life is pretty much threatened, uh, we care about it and we latch onto it. Yeah,
0: right. Exactly. And basically, it's the ultimate consequence if they're if they're ever discovered in that um, uh, that they have to leave. And unfortunately, that's how the movie ends. But it's almost like a. Like a like a mutual parting versus like you know we didn't want this to happen but like it is the way it is. It's just not safe, especially with Haru staying in the house. Um, but uh, I like like I, I was I was on the edge of my seat, uh, especially when she was like I can prove that there are little people living in the house. Like it's not that dramatic when you talk about it. when you're watching it. You're engaged in it.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: So let's go ahead and talk about characters. Uh, like I said, we kind of talked about Ariety a little bit, but. I, man, there's something about this kind of character, like you know, Luke Skywalker is obviously the one I think of the most. Of like the the home, like King Arthur, definitely depending on ter- ter- certain depictions. Um, but I I really liked Arietti a lot in this movie. Yeah, she was fun. Um, namely because for me at least, she was like, like obviously she was defined of her parents, but she wasn't. Like some characters, like like you know, even Luke was like arrogant about what he wanted to do. Arietti, first and foremost, always tried to reassure her parents that like it's gonna be okay. I understand, I got it. You know, kind of like it's more confident than say arrogance. Um, And like even even like to like the bravery to go and see Sean and basically tell him like, hey, Mister, stop looking for us. You're gonna cause a problem.
1: Yeah, she isn't afraid to do anything to protect her family and that's admirable in its own
0: right um like it almost feels like you could tur- like you know most, uh, obviously there's nino no kuni that got made into a video game um using the ghibli art style i feel like you could have turned this into a video game of like just Arietta expo- exploring the house and like running to all sorts of monsters she even has like a little sword that's a pin that's a pin that's used for sewing because really
1: that's pretty much the same premise
0: not as cute as Arietti though that that's that's all I'll say okay um, <laughs> at least that's what i'll say um but i I liked her as a main character um I definitely think she uh she did a great job of like making me care um I liked her personality I was like and she broke my heart at the end when uh she goes to say goodbye to Sean for one final time and pretty much says i I'm never gonna see you again. Um, and like you could see like huge tears well up and as she as she leaves the tears fall away like you fell for her because like she, she wanted it's almost like she wanted to be that bridge between her world and his world
1: yeah it is unfortunate but these are two worlds that just can't possibly coalesce because of how the borrowers kind of uh, work in the situation
0: right um what did you think all right, let's, what did you think of Sean the 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 second he's not the co actor but uh, co star but like underling,
1: um, as like a second lead, I think he's fine. Um, uh, I wasn't expecting him to be like uh, incredibly bedridden and almost on death's door though.
0: Right, because um, I think they mentioned it like he's on his way to like in the in the beginning like he's narrating that he's going to visit his mother's home. Um. Like I, I won't lie, man. Maybe this is the dark, dark inside of me, and it's that holiday depression that sneaks around every year. Uh, I thought he was gonna die in in it in this movie um, because they kept alluding to that his heart condition, and then here he meets this magical girl who is small and like you know, like obviously they, they, they there's some kind of like base friendship going on there, and like I, I thought he was gonna die. At the end of this movie. Yeah, it's gonna be like a, like a sombre. Yeah. Uh he's very somber and and like obviously there's something wrong with him, but like you hear it, like I felt bad for the kid. Like I legit felt awful for him. Yeah. Um, because he has a heart condition, and then on top of that, his mom is on a way on business. Like I think his mom's like I don't know what they said his mom does specifically, but um, I know that business. I think yeah, business people. Yeah, but and then he, her, she's going through a divorce with his dad, which is like that's all kinds of it's all, like that's a lot for a kid. But like I think like he kind of feels like you know what I'm I have this horrible condition I've accepted it and there's a, there's a great moment his my favorite scene in it is when he's on on like the the, the lawn and Arietti is like right like behind him um, with his cat trying to hold the cat back um, and he's basically like you know like. Talking about death and talking about how all things have to die and we all move on, um, and stuff like that. It was like like you know, like for some people like a kid wouldn't talk like that, but like a kid who's like seen the shit he's probably gone through, possibly.
1: Yeah, it really makes you um think about the morality of these things and um how you pretty much perceive life and death when especially when you have a underlying condition like his.
0: Right, um, like, I feel like that was the most, uh, I feel like his, like, even though Arietti was the, uh, and her family is the main story, and obviously there's critical moments, I feel like Sean was, like, the emotional crux of the story a little bit.
1: Yeah, I would say so, too.
0: Um, yeah, and you can tell, like, even though, like, yeah, he, maybe he shouldn't have put that kitchenware in, inside of, uh. Inside there, because then that caused all kinds of suspicion. But he only did it with the best of intentions.
1: Yeah. And sometimes the best uh, intentions uh, do lead to bad situations, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, un- unfortunately. Um, but uh, is there... Uh, okay, so that's Sean. Uh, unfortunately, the other characters don't really... Alright, let's talk about uh, uh, Humley and Pod, uh, their parents. Um, I think... Um I really liked Homily a lot in certain in terms of like a like a like in the back as a background character. Yeah, as
1: a neurotic worry she definitely sells the role pretty well.
0: For sure. Um just just like in it's Amy Palmer too who's voicing her, which like like I've only seen a couple of her SNL stuff, but she always looks like she's stressing about something in her role. Unless she's in Parks <laughs> and, and Rec,
1: uh, where she's always perky but also kinda stressed
0: exactly so it's like she's just like hey we got a warrior war is amy on the line okay put her in um so i i thought she did a great job yeah and and like she doesn't have a lot of great uh a lot of screen time um but uh like being the supportive mom and like that that comedic line when she she's on the new couch and she tells her husband do oh, you know how i always wanted a new kitchen and then you get to turn around to the brand new kitchen that they just got yeah, that was pretty uh, Yeah. Uh, Will Arnett, though, like, I, I like Will Arnett, um, but I, I did not know it was him. I swear to God, I didn't know it was him.
1: Like, I had a feeling it was him, considering that he and Amy Poehler uh, were in Blades of Glory the exact same year. Um, but I feel like um, when it came to dubbing in this movie, they do a pretty good job of uh, dubbing over the Japanese dialogue and matching the lift flaps with him. Right. It feels like in some scenes, uh, what he says doesn't really match what Pod is saying, and it was just kind of distracting to me.
0: Uh, okay. I think from, besides that, because that's not his fault, like, you know, you can only do so much with that. That's true. I, from, from a voice standing point, I didn't recognize him, because Will Arnett has, like, a voice that I know him from, and, like, here, he didn't have that at all, which is, which is incredible. Um, and like that's a good thing to me because I'm like it didn't take me out of it. And same thing with Amy Palmer, like she didn't. I didn't think of Amy Palmer until after it. But like he had this very much like reish. Like when you first see Pod and he comes in and he's like, Ugh. I thought he was gonna be like that kind of father, but I like that he's like the quiet, supportive dad.
1: Yeah, he's the he's the quiet adventurer that's seen his fair share of stuff and has a wealth of knowledge, and that's cool. Exactly.
0: Yeah, and like most Will Arnett characters, I know he's always playing the, the, the 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 fuck up or the loud one or like in this case Batman, but annoying. Look at BoJack like Horseman here,
1: or the uncle from Arrested Development.
0: Ex- exactly, and but like here he's very much like you know go reassure your mother like and like if I listen back to it, I'm sure I can heal Will Arnett, but like fuck, I had to give it to him in that like he he changed how he how he sounds typically in most things i see him in and like for me he was just dad that's all he was
1: yeah there's something about ghibli movies that make uh hollywood actors change how they uh, do their roles and you gotta appreciate yeah. them for that
0: exactly um like i i very very much um appreciate his performance again not a not a not a big performance per se you but definitely a performance that, like, a good supportive performance to the, to the main character. Yeah. Um, uh, now, the one thing that's weird and that they don't really go into is, uh, Spiller and that they may or may not be the only borrowers left.
1: Yeah. Uh, they do kind of hint that there may or may not be other borrowers out there, uh, I'm pretty sure that um, In the context of this movie um, Arietti and her family believe They are probably the only ones left uh, In their household anyway And that uh, some of the other ones That di- uh, lived there Had died a long time ago So right, it is a big world though So it's possible that there May or may not be other borrowers out there But as far as they know right. They don't know
0: Exactly and like, it just kind of Hunts in my head and then you have Spiller Who comes in out of nowhere, um, like like literally, uh, to help as as she's helping uh, as uh, I don't know if uh, if they ever established a gender for Spiller, so they I'm just gonna use they they help um, uh, um, uh, Pod as he has a swollen ankle and like he's pretty uh, Pod is not Pod Uh, Spiller's pretty much like uh, like like a native Um, they, they they live in the forest. And I kind of wish we got more in a little bit of that, that like, you know, maybe the hope that, hey, there is something else outside of the small home that they live in, but you never really get that.
1: Yeah. The whole focus is um, the household that Arietti and company live in. Um, The world around it is pretty insignificant and Spiller is the hint that there is a bigger world uh, of other borrowers out there, but since that's not really the main focus, we don't really get that much detail on that.
0: Right, exactly. Um, and, uh, like, it's not a bad thing. It doesn't detriment to the movie, but it's just one of those things where you introduce something in a movie and it just, my mind goes curious as to, like, well, we're already exploring this, um, but I guess they only had, like, this. most of the movie movies we've watched have, like, a two-hour runtime, and this was only an hour and a half, roughly. Um, so, you know, it's... it's um, it's probably maybe there's something they wanted to do but they didn't have time to do it. Um but uh I think that's like the only thing I didn't like. Was there anything you didn't like about this movie?
1: Um, not particularly. I think this was a pretty fine movie in all consideration.
0: For sure. Definitely like I think Ponyo visually had like more going on with it in terms of its art style, but I think this they were trying to do something else. Um, with this kind of movie, which also worked. Yeah. Okay, uh, anything else that you want to mention before we go?
1: I believe I've said everything I wanted to say.
0: Okay. Alright, alright, thank you everybody. That's going to do it for this episode and con- conclusion of Arietti. Um, when we come back, uh, oh boy, I'm oh, sorry. Um, when we come back, uh next week we'll be doing from up on Poppy Hill, which is uh another again, a lot of these ones I've never seen. Um, okay. Uh, Tyler, can you please tell the people where they can find you? You can follow me on Twitter,
1: hey it's that shot tie. Uh hey, it's that try. <laughs> um I'm also on hive at tired shoes. Uh check the pinned tweet to take you to my YouTube channel, home of tire shoes reviews, where I review old ass fighting games for your pleasure.
0: And you can find me at twitter.com slash marvelous iggy. Uh, t- catch me live at twitch.tv says Iggy2814. And, of course, uh, go to charts.com for this episode as well as uh, other episodes uh, that are on there. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next week for A Secret on Poppy Hill. Uh, until next time. Oh, hold on. Real quick. I forgot. We didn't give a rating to it. Um, I just forgot about that. Um, Four. Tyler! Four out of five. Yeah, I guess... I guess... Four to five. I give it a three. Three and a half. Um sorry Arietti. <laughs> uh Thank you everybody for listening. Sorry for the awkward ending. We'll see y'all next time. Bye bye. Time to go trek through the house. Peace.
1: Thank you for watching at Cinema Shot Theater.